Hey guys, welcome to our newest episode of Authors Anonymous. I hope you guys have had a wonderful new year. Um, my name is Michaela Bowman and I am joined today by Alana and Nico. So yeah, today we are going to be talking about Nico's piece, Old Tuscan, Tucson. I, I totally... It's okay, I misspelled Arizona the entire time. <laughs> 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 I, I was reading it over. Crap, I misspelled that. Yep, totally just said old Tucson. Very wrong, but that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Nico, um, do you want to start us off by reading your piece? Yeah, so um, it's a nonfiction story. So, uh, it's, really, it's really personal to me. It's about... Uh, the time I ruined one of my dad's favorite events. Um, he still hasn't let me forget that. Oh. <laughs> Can I laugh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wrote this one for laughs. Uh, I really hope you enjoy it. So, um, I don't think my dad likes me very much. He loves me, but he doesn't. I don't think that he likes me. Because I had this nasty habit of ruining everything that he loved. When I was in second grade, my family and I went to visit my grandfather in Arizona. For the most part, it was a pleasant experience. We got to go see some of the sights and visit the Grand Canyon. When we originally arrived the first night, it was pouring rain, which kind of confused me because Arizona's a desert. But Arizona was really cool. There was even a McDonald's with a giant T-Rex next to it. Yeah. I don't know why they had a T-Rex, but you won't see me complaining. But there was this one moment during the vacation that stood out to me more than any of the others. My family decided to visit old Tucson. My father had never looked at me the same after that moment and probably is still mad at me because of what happened there. For those of you who don't know, old Tucson is a historically preserved town. It's basically the Wild West except without the gunslingers. If, you were to go th if I were to go there again, I genuinely think I would have a good time. Anyways, it was probably like a two-hour car ride from there from my grandfather's house to old Tucson. And just the car, line, car ride alone made me hate the entire trip. To make things worse, my dad just kept talking about how excited he was to go be going there. And it, was just, and it wasn't just my dad, it was also my grandfather. And the only thing more annoying than my dad being happy is when my dad and his dad are happy. They were both droning on and on about how excited they were to be visiting old Tucson and how they loved the historical significance of the town, not that there was any historical significance of the town. And they just kept talking about how amazing it was. Before then, I had never thought it was possible to die of boredom. Luckily for me, I fell asleep after about an hour of driving. And once we arrived, we parked the car and we started walking to the town. We had to walk like at least half a mile to get into town. And need I remind you that Arizona is a desert and we're walking in the middle of the day with no shade. So I was, I was ready. I was, I, I was done. Like if I had known about how much walking we were going to do, I would have just stayed back at the hotel. Finally, when we got there, we hopped onto a tour group that was just leaving. The first stop was this old rusted shop. And I wasn't very interested in what the tour guide was saying or what was happening around me. So I was zoning in and out. So all I heard was he fired two quick shots and then retreated behind the counter. 
Then I kind of zoned out again, and when I came back, I heard you can still see the bullets in the walls from their fight. And then I zoned out again, and I had I had like no interest in what she was talking about. All I knew was I was missing the new episode of Power Rangers for this. When I finally came back to my senses, the tour guide was pointing directly at me, and I heard her say, and he died right where you're standing. Now, I'm almost certain if she didn't point at me and tell me that, the events that transpired next would have not happened. I started putting the pieces together. Then it hit me. Somebody was killed right where I was standing. So very calmly, I asked my dad, are we in the Wild West? He nodded, yes. But he was focused on what the tour guide was saying, not really at me. He's a very passionate man when it comes to history, so this is... This is about the time when I let my fantasy take over. When I think of the Wild West, I think of gunfights and not just gunfights every now and then. I'm thinking of constant gunfights, like one every five minutes, because that's the wild. What's the Wild West without guns? <laughs> I looked over to my dad and said, Dad, we need to leave or we're going to die. He gave me this weird look of confusion as if as if he didn't know what, that we were in danger. I'm thinking to myself, he of all people should know we're in immense danger. He's a Marine for God's sake. He's been through wars. He should know what danger looks like. He pulled me aside and asked me to tell him what I meant. I said, Dad, we're in the Wild West. We're gonna get shot. No, we're not, he said. Now I'm thinking to myself that he must be stupid because I've seen the Magnificent Seven and I know just how badly this could turn out. And at the end of the Magnificent Seven, all of the seven all of the seven but three die. So we could all end up dead on the street. Who knew when the next gunfight was going to erupt? I was freaking out. Everything had begun to move in slow motion for me. My parents tried to get me to calm down, but after a while, they could see that that was not going to happen. My mom thought I was tired and maybe just needed something to eat. So as we walked down the street looking for restaurants, the longer we walked down the street, the more and more afraid I got. I could see people in their costumes walking around with fake guns on their waist. But at the time, I thought they were real. And to make matters worse, the great people of old Tucson decided it was time for another reenactment. It was an old-fashioned standoff, of course. They had the sheriff and some guy pretending to be an outlaw. And they stood across from each other. They pretended to shoot at each, each other in your stereotypical Mexican standoff. Smoke would come out of the guns and the outlaw would die, or at least pretend to die. And the sheriff would be Victoria, victorious. Now, to be clear here, I was not told that these were fake. I truly believed I just witnessed the sheriff kill somebody. And that was the last straw for me. We're all going to die, I screamed. So many people stopped and just looked at me. They looked at me like I was crazy. I was that one kid who thought the stormtroopers were going to kill him in Star Wars land. And... I didn't just scream once. I repeatedly screamed, we're all going to die. In my eyes, I was trying to save everyone. My family needed to get out of there. I was going, I was getting looks from everyone at this point, not just the adults. There was this baby who couldn't have been more than two years old walking past me, licking her lollipop, staring at me. I, in my mind, I was the only one who could like really understand the gravity of the situation. My dad grabbed me and pulled me pulled me aside and said, do you think I would take you somewhere where you're going to die? And in my head, my father and I don't always have, have always had a strenuous relationship. And he means a lot to me, but we don't always see eye to eye. So naturally, being a second grader, I, was respond, I responded very firmly with a yes. Finally, mom selected a restaurant for lunch. So my parents 
and my parents refused to leave until I understood that everything I heard was fake and none of this was real. And that was really hard for me because I'd been looking at this picture of a lady who looked quite frightened the entire time. Like they just had her hanging up right next to me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she probably got shot. Of course, I thought that she, she was afraid of a nearby gunfight. So like after two hours of my parents telling me that none of this was real, I actually began to believe them. Finally, I was able to calm down and get my act together. But that was only after I convinced mom I needed guns of my own. Uh, it, was also, it also didn't hurt to have some fries in my tummy. But my mom went out and bought me these dual toy pistols and holsters from them. And to be honest with you, I thought they were real. I thought my, that my pistols were real. And I thought I could kill people if I wanted to. I felt really bad for my mom because at that point, her problem had shifted from me thinking we were going to shoot me. From me thinking people were going to shoot me to me running around pointing to toy guns at strangers and, and threatening to shoot them. And I feel even worse for my dad because the entire vacation visiting this stupid old town was the only thing he had actually been looking forward to. In fact, I think that he had, I think that he had been more excited about getting to see his father. I think he had been more excited about going here than he was to see his father again. And at the end of the day, after all of that, I think my dad was the most excited to leave, even more than I was. Um, anyway. That was a wonderful piece, Nico. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask, so you said you were in second grade, right? Yeah. So <laughs> um, in the beginning of your piece, you said that um, there have been multiple incidents of you <laughs> like a nasty habit of ruining everything that he loves. Uh -huh. Was there any other um, instances like this beforehand where maybe... Oh, yeah. oh my Really? <laughs> oh, my God. So my dad, um, he really likes Legos, like <laughs> loves Legos. And unfortunately for him, I like the Legos that he has more than I like the Legos that I have. Oh. But being in, like, first grade, when you get Legos, you just break them. I broke them consistently. <laughs> I'd invite my friends over to play with them, and then we'd just break them. And I'm talking, like, Death Star, like, drop the Death Star. Uh, he had a Star a star Destroyer from Star Wars that was, like, 14,000 pieces and shattered. He had, like, he had, like, tons of Legos destroyed. Anytime I'd read a book that was his, destroyed. Anytime i do anything that's his, because... My dad only likes, like, five things. Movies, <laughs> Legos, books, history, video games. That's it. Dang. Anytime <laughs> he got a video game, I would beat the video game, and then he'd be furious because the video game's done. Kids like you are the reason I don't want kids. <laughs> Just so you know that. Kids like me are the reason I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, because you've had all of those experiences before, what stood out about Old Tucson that you wanted to write your piece about this one and not maybe <laughs> the Death Star Legos? Um, <laughs> Old Tucson, like, well, some people would think it's like a private story. It's not because everyone was watching me scream consistently, <laughs> we're all going to die. I drew so much attention that day, and my family was so embarrassed. Like, and then, yeah, it, it and girl... Growing up now, I can, like, see the importance of that. And it's, like, while it was bad at the time, it's, like, genuinely a happy memory that when I look back, I associate it with happiness. 
I don't know why, but it, <laughs> it just makes me happy. It's like nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring it up with my dad or my dad will bring it up and one of us will just start laughing. So. <laughs> Do you think that's like, even though it was something that you feel like you ruined something for your dad, it also like kind of brought you closer to him? Yeah, for sure. Because you can like sure. talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, it definitely is. A, um, it's definitely a like something a conversation starter for us. Um, mm-hmm. Oftentimes, me and him will go to um, historically like like places like Old Tucson where like the they have like reenactments and mm-hmm. stuff, and we have a blast because we both like history. That's our favorite thing, favorite things, and. Um, and uh yeah so whenever we go there it'll be like hey remember old tucson <laughs> and it'll spark a conversation and then we'll just be like we should do something else like that sometime so yeah. that's pretty cool um i guess that kind of uh, one thing i want to touch on is how sometimes in the moment something can be very embarrassing or sad or anger anger like um invoking but looking back on the memories they can be like core core memories like like old tucson and i think that's really cool how kind of memory works like that how time helps to um make these memories and these events more i don't know yeah special yeah because i remember um when it happened uh at the end of the trip, I was furious because everyone was laughing at me. And I was like, no, we were really going to die. I saved all of your lives. And nowadays, like, even my brother would laugh at me. He was in kindergarten. He doesn't even remember this trip. I guarantee you he doesn't remember what happened. But whenever someone brings it up, he was like, yeah, there was a little baby licking a lollipop that was just looking at you like some I don't know why everyone remembers the baby with the lollipop. Like... <laughs> Anytime we went, like, anytime we look back on Tucson, the baby with the lollipop always comes up. And it's like, it was just the baby with the lollipop. But <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just what happens. Like, there are just certain parts that people memorize, remember more, and mm-hmm. it just, you know, makes us laugh. I wonder what that baby's doing now. I was just thinking this, like, <laughs> I was like, I've always thought of the baby as a baby, but, like, that baby has a whole life now. Mm-hmm. Like, probably our age or younger than us, but, mm-hmm. like, in high school, probably. What if he still tells that story, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, yo, guys. I found time. him. <laughs> I found him. I found him on this podcast. Guys. <laughs> uh, that would suck. That would really suck. That would be funny, though. And that's no, what counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> it'd be funny for like, it'd be funny after it sucked. Mm-hmm. It has to suck before it can be funny. Yeah. Just like this story, you know, it may have sucked in the moment and you may have thought that you were in mortal danger, oh, but yeah. at the end of the day, you can look back on it fondly. I still have those toy guns and like, I think I have them. I'm pretty sure I have them. I don't have them. If you ever go back to old Tucson with your dad, I think that you should bring the toy guns. I'm never going back. Why not? I'm never going back. You're never going back. Dude, could you imagine if someone... They'd be more focused on what happened (laughs) than actually enjoying the time there. (laughs) I'd be the only one who'd be like, guys, can we focus? I'm trying to hear what the tour guide's saying. (laughs) That's character development because in this story, you were completely zoning out. Yeah, I was was gone. Like in old Tucson, I remember like, 
I can remember like me thinking, God, someone died, right? My first thought was like, I didn't write it in there, but my first thought was, oh my God, what if I become haunted from this? Like, <laughs> what if the ghost <laughs> follows me home? <laughs> the ghost of old Tucson. <laughs> so when you were writing this, um, were there other details like the one you just talked about that you left out and maybe why did you leave them out? Um, a lot of them are just like show how stupid it was in like <laughs> second grade. Like there are people drinking beer and I thought it was apple juice. So I asked my mom for some. Um, oh no. So Nico would have been an outlaw in the old west. Um, okay. That sheriff wouldn't have beaten me. Um, I think that's all of my questions. Alana, you got any more? All of my questions, even though I didn't ask any. Oh, I asked one. I asked yes, one. Like, yeah. I'm here for comedic comedic relief. That's my job. So yeah, thank you, Nico, for reading this piece. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a good laugh. Um, yeah. So thank you. You're so welcome. I enjoyed my time on the show. Wonderful. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>